Well, hello there. You're listening to season three of Kids Kids of Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, conductors, performers, and we talk to the musicians too, even if they're kids. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had a chance to ask. And we will be listening to all this music to see what makes it so interesting and enjoyable. And it's because we're too much. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's cue the music. Welcome to another episode of Kids Cue the Music. I'm your co-host, Rebecca Lane. And I'm your other co-host, Zara Lane. And today... We are chatting with Trevor Wilson, RBC resident conductor of the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, and particularly conductor of their upcoming concert, The Hockey Sweater. Trevor, I have to say, we are so excited to chat with you about this program because The Hockey Sweater has been a much-loved book in our house for many years. We are avid hockey and classical music fans. So the combination of the two is really special to us. I think actually the whole family is going to come and get tickets. So we're really excited to talk to you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Can you first tell us about yourself? Where are you from? So I grew up in Ottawa, Ontario. How did you get started conducting? Well, I've been a big music fan for all my life. When I was a kid, we used to play classical CDs all the time. And I would listen to those for hours. And I would also watch lots of VHS movies, which aren't really around anymore, but my favorite movies were always the ones with the best music, particularly a movie called Fantasia 2000, which I loved. And looking back, I realized that I actually felt a kind of physical connection to the music. I used to climb up on my toy box and jump off and land on the floor with a big thud at the same time as big climaxes in the the music that I was listening to. Eventually, I started to compose music on my own. And I became very curious how composers wrote these amazing pieces that I loved. And I also wanted to perform these pieces and embody the music physically. So conducting seemed like the best fit. Ever since I was in high school, I've looked for as many opportunities to conduct as possible. And I eventually started a a community orchestra called the Ottawa Pops Orchestra, along with many friends from the University of Ottawa, and then went off to study conducting in the United States. Oh, that's amazing. That's such a rich musical upbringing. Yeah. I also grew up playing the violin. The violin playing sort of runs in my family. My grandpa is an old-time Canadian fiddle player, and my uncle grew up playing fiddle music and classical music. So naturally, when it came to me, my parents put me in violin lessons, and I learned fiddle music to play in jam sessions with my uncle and grandpa, and also classical music. So, And then I joined my local youth orchestra, the Ottawa Youth Orchestra, and that's where I came face-to-face with the role of the conductor and the possibilities that that could bring. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, Zara, your next question was sort of about that. So maybe ask this, and then um, we'll see if there's anything more to learn there. Other than violin, what instruments did you play before you started conducting? Well, I when I was in high school, uh, my high school did not have a strings program, so I was obliged to learn another instrument. And so I learned the clarinet, which wow. I really enjoyed. And it gave me a whole different you know, perspective of what it's like to play in the orchestra on a different instrument. Also, as a conductor and composer, learning the piano is super useful. I sort of taught myself the piano over the years, and that's what I used to, to compose and to learn, learn new pieces. It's always so interesting to hear from conductors and composers how many different instruments they play, because it's rarely just one. Usually, mm. 
conductors have experience playing at least a few instruments. And that's, I guess that would be important so that you can conduct the orchestra effectively. For sure, for sure. It really helps to play an instrument that, you know, an orchestra musician plays because then you get experience of the other side of the podium, what it's like to sit in an orchestra and play together. But of course, you know, piano is is really helpful for playing many voices at the same time, playing harmony and figuring out how all the parts fit together. Mm-hmm. And reading multiple lines of music at the same time, which exactly, yeah. becomes a huge skill for, for conductors. The Hockey Sweater, which is a Canadian book by Rock, Carrier is a classic story about a boy in Quebec who gets the wrong jersey in the mail and is forced to play hockey in his neighborhood rink wearing the Tomo- wearing the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Why do you think this story is so popular with Canadians and with kids for so long? Well, I think this story resonates with Canadians in particular because it's something on some level we can all relate to. I mean, whether or not we played hockey growing up, we're surrounded by hockey culture no matter where we find ourselves in Canada. I mean, internationally, if there's one thing that that foreigners know about Canadians, it's that they know about our hockey. And also, I think that kids and and adults also can really relate to the themes in the hockey sweater. So, you know, it's about a kid who's obsessed with his hero, Maurice Richard, and the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, we can all remember what it's like to being obsessed with something when you're a kid, right? And when he opened the box to discover the Toronto Maple Leafs sweater, he was, of course, really disappointed because I think he felt that he was betraying his hero and his favorite team. But of course, he didn't want to make his mom angry or disappointed. So he was obliged to wear the jersey anyway. And, you know, he must have been super, super frustrated, which we can all relate to. It's a big situation to do something that you don't want to do. It can get be very frustrating. But looking back, I think it's a really funny story because we can all empathize with the boy's emotions because I think we can imagine ourselves being in a similar situation. Sarah, what hockey jersey do you prefer to wear? What do you mean? Like out of all the NHL team, which one is your team? The Leafs. The Leafs, yeah. So how would you feel if like we got you? I don't think you would do that. Well, if it came by mistake, like Montreal Canadiens jersey. That, we that, like, was, that was not a mistake. That was definitely on purpose. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I don't know. But if we were like, no, this is the only one you're getting. You have to wear this now. What? Would it be upsetting? Yeah, probably. Or if we sent you to hockey well, practice I mean, and you had to wear the other team's jersey? Well, I don't think I'd have the other team's jersey, <laughs> but I don't think I'd mind wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey. It's just, I don't think I'd wear it to a Leafs game. Oh, good point. Um, Anything probably, but an Ottawa Senators jersey. I could probably yeah. also wear an Oilers jersey too. An Oilers jersey. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because you and dad have that battle. Which one's better? <laughs> the Canadians or the Oilers? Dad thinks the Oilers are the second best or something like that. Well, my How dad grew up in Edmonton, so the Oilers. Uh, oh, there you go. Close to him. Close to his heart. Mm. How has music been incorporated into this story? How will Toronto Symphony Orchestra help to tell the story? So the Hockey Sweater story is going to be narrated by its author, Rock Carrier, in the concert. And the orchestra is going to play a kind of soundtrack behind him. So think of it like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, where you have the story unfolding, but the music is constantly commenting on what's happening. You've got melodies and sound effects that reflect what's going on in the story. So it's as though you're hearing the story told in both words and music. That's so great. Actually, there is, I mean, a, a, like a short film based on this book. Oh, yeah, mm. we watched that. Yeah. Is there music in it? Because the music that the Toronto Symphony will be playing has been commissioned, right? Like it was written mm-hmm. specifically for the TSO and a few other orchestras. That's right. So it can't it, be the same music. I think it might have been. I think it might have been. I think there is music in the, in oh, the yeah, short there, film, though. 
that you know, for some reason, I can kind of imagine someone playing the violin for some reason. Yeah, maybe there was like people. an accordion, like some French Canadian music. Mm. You no, know, like I can like kind of imagine. You know how there are those like Carcini guys. Yeah, I can imagine them playing. Maybe we'll have to put maybe, the link yeah. in the show notes to that short film because it's a pretty good one. Yeah, but there is and like it a plays on TBC every year. It, and I did not want to wear the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Well, actually, he's a French accent. Because I think it's supposed to be the protagonist of the story, I know. the main I'm character. I'm not very good at French accents. I'm good at like you're good at British, you're good at Texas. You got to work on your French Canadian accent. That's amazing. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's a great short film. We'll we'll link to it in this episode. So as you mentioned, Trevor, the the author of the book is going to be at the performance narrating. Wait, Can you? I have a question. Oh, when was yeah, this story made? When was? Oh, a good question. Yeah, because you have to be pretty old, right? <laughs> right. The author. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he's, I don't know, Trevor, have you met him? I have not met Rock Carrier yet, but I do think it's really special that he's narrating the performance because this story was based on his real life experience growing up in Like this Quebec. actually and happened to him? In the 40s. Yeah, that's exactly right. It, this is a true story. I did not know that. I mean, it's written, the story's written in the first person, so it does kind of sound yeah. like a true story, but wow, that's really exciting. And so he's coming to narrate the story. And is it like, I guess, kind of an abridged version. No. The part he, He's reading no. every word. Yeah, he's reading every word. That's right. That's amazing. This is going to be so fun. I can't wait. Okay, sorry. Yeah, what, when, when are we going to see this? Well, I mean, when is the concert, Trevor? Well, there are concerts specifically for schools, mm-hmm. which are during the week. And then there's the public performance on Sunday, February 5th. And that's when we're going. Yeah. So there's only one public performance? I think there are two that day. Oh. That's wait, right. There's oh, two yeah. performances, yeah. 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 So we'll pick the one that okay. I'm scheduled the best. Next question. Next question. I think you should ask this one because I think... Well, I've been talking so much, so you go yeah, ahead. I think you should. Okay. On the TSO website, mm-hmm. there are many musical pieces included on the program for this concert. So like Flight of the Bumblebee, Rimsky Korskohoff, William Tell Overture. There are a whole bunch of different pieces listed. Are those part of the hockey sweater or are they their own separate pieces at the concert? Well, I know that the Flight of the Bumblebee is... A separate piece. It is. Part of the core. Yeah, but is it like incorporated into the story or how does that work? I Actually, that might be one of the... Because isn't there a part when moths eat the jersey? That's true. Why don't we just mm. listen? Yeah. We'll find out. That's a good point. But yeah, so the hockey sweater itself is only one part of the larger program. The Toronto Symphony has performed this hockey sweater concert before, but every time we like to put a new spin on it. So in this case, the concert is going to unfold like a real hockey game. And there is going to be... So the pieces that you mentioned are, are kind of like the periods in mm-hmm. the hockey game. Mm-hmm. There's two teams. So we have team strings on the one hand, and they're facing off against team winds, brass, and percussion. <laughs> and each during each period, they're going to have the chance to score a goal on one another. So depending on how well they play the music and then... The hockey sweater is going to be one of the last big pieces on the on, in the game. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, we'll find out who won. That is cool. We've been talking a lot, actually, because recently we interviewed Zara and one of her teammates from her soccer team. So we've been talking a lot about the connections between... Yeah, Nora, remember? Oh, yeah. Wait, was it just her? Yeah, the connections between oh. sport and music and how they're similar and how they're different. So this is going to be really exciting to well, see. Well, I mean, they're kind of different how like they're all like, I'm better than you. Yeah, I mean, music isn't typically a competition. So it'll be interesting to see how... It's totally a competition. <laughs> Everything's sort of a competition. It'll be interesting to see how this is set up like a game. 
Actually, I just played this for Zara right before she left for hockey practice earlier today. And I hockey really night in heard Canada. it. I really heard it. Yeah. And Zara did not grow up hearing Hockey Night in Canada when she's I, watching Hockey Night in Canada. I grew up hearing, I, I grew up hearing Saturday night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The new one. Yep. Mm. But everyone, I mean, my age, it sounds like Trevor, probably you grew up hearing this song if you watched Hockey Night in Canada. Can you tell us a little bit about what that piece of music is, why it's so important in Canada and, and how it's going to be used in the concert? So this is like the Hockey Night in Canada song. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? I actually remember, come to think of it, when they announced a competition to write the new Hockey Night in Canada theme. I remember that was on the TV. It's like, oh, composers, you know, submit your application oh, yeah. for, you know, to win the, the the next Hockey Night in Canada theme. So that was that was a really interesting, you know, way of doing it. I don't know if they ultimately stuck with this, the winner of that competition. Yeah. So the original Hockey Night in Canada theme is of course iconic. It was written in 1968, and it got so popular that it came to be known as Canada's second national anthem. It's a, it's a song that makes hockey fans excited to tune in and watch their favorite teams play. So I think since the the story itself was set in the early days of the NHL, we thought mm-hmm. that to start the game or the concert with this classic theme. Oh, that's perfect. And that'll be so great for like all the parents bringing their kids because they'll remember it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, everyone got so excited when that came on to you. It was like, okay, it's officially Saturday night. Yeah. We heard that song when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even really watch hockey every night, like well, every week. Did you? Growing up. No, I didn't. Did you even watch hockey at all? Not. We didn't have a TV growing up. So I didn't watch anything when I was a kid. I know. Like I'm a dinosaur, basically. What? So old. But that song, I still knew. Anytime it was played, like it was very recognizable. And everyone knew, like, okay, it's time to watch hockey now. It's starting. The game is starting. So super exciting. And I guess the new song kind of takes the place of that, but the old one is maybe better. I don't know. Oh, no, I haven't heard the old one, so I don't know. You'll hear it at the concert. I was thinking I'm actually wearing the hockey sweater. So how do we see the hockey sweater with the TSO? I think you told us a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit more? How do we get Sure, yeah. yeah. I'd be happy to. So it's a really popular show, and the best place to get tickets is on the TSO website, at tso.ca and just look for the 2022-23 Young People's Concerts to reserve your seat. We also have, like I mentioned, rates for classes. Mm-hmm. So go and tell your teachers that you want to come see the hockey sweater and we can get your class class rate. Amazing. Well, I think that might be a bit too much this year. To go see the hockey sweater with your class? Yeah, because we're already going to see a Christmas carol. I mean, all next you Friday. just ask your teacher and see what she says. It's not until February. Oh, really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you could go. You could go twice. Once with your class and then once with us. Yeah. Is there anything else that we should know about the hockey sweater, Trevor? I think that just about covers it. It's a really exciting program. We're looking forward to having all the fans in this in the, in the in stadium the to cheer for their teams. Amazing. Zara, do you want to ask the last question? Ooh. Can I be it? Yeah, you're going to be reading them yeah. if we do play. I, mean, I have okay. it right here. Would you like to play a few rounds of opera? Opera or cheese? 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 A few rounds of opera or cheese. Do you know how to play, Trevor? Oh, remember the last thing? It was like opera or cheese. Oh, I'm sure that that will be played in this episode as well. Do you know how to play opera or cheese, Trevor? I've heard tales about 
the game known as Opera or Cheese. Sarah, can you explain it for everyone listening? It is a game where, in this case, it will be me, and I will be saying some word that's probably Italian or French, and you guys have to guess if it's the name of an opera or if it's a kind of cheese. And okay. the ones chosen are quite obscure. I have to admit, I really struggle with this one. We also play pasta or composer. I'm a little bit better at that one. Opera but or cheese? Cheese is harder to sound. I is better. My opera knowledge is low. It's embarrassing. So we'll see. How, how are you like, feeling about this? I love opera and I love cheese, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to recognize every niche variety of either of them. So, but I'm really interested to find out if I can recognize And you're going to nail this. I've picked one. It's not one of the really well-known ones because I don't know that. I don't. Sometimes you don't know which ones are popular. Yeah, the easy I ones. I just really hope. Tancredi. Can you spell it? A-N-C-R-E-D-I. <laughs> so so would you like to answer first or should I answer? Oh, I mean, if you go first, then I'm just going to copy your answer because okay. I think you know. No, I have a feeling that you know. Your turn. I, so I should. Okay. I, I think okay. it's an opera. I also think it's an opera. Yeah, it's an opera. Yay. Yay. It sounds too much like an Italian word. Yeah, that, yeah but that's why I went to it because most of the cheeses are in, are in, in like E. Right? Oh, don't give us yeah. tips. Stuff like that, does it yeah. does it tell tell us the composer or do you know Trevor the composer of that opera? Mm-hmm. Oh man, you put me on the spot. I've heard of the opera. I I don't remember composer. I think it well, it's like a early nineteenth century Italian composer. Oh, okay, mm, okay. Roquefortie. Can you spell it? R O Q U E F O R T dash Y. Very interesting. Dash Y. Yeah. I don't get their point with that. <laughs> I think that's a cheese. Yeah, I was leaning towards cheese too, but the dash Y is a weird, is a, is a loop. Yeah. So, well, I'll just, I'll just say cheese because that's my original. Okay. That's cheese. It is cheese. Oh. Ooh, we're two, two for two. two. I guess this is how you make music competitive. <laughs> how you keep okay. score. Thomas D. Savoy E. Again, please spell it. T-O-M-M-E-D-E-S-A-V-O-I-E dash Y. Tom, Tom, this Savoy. Okay. E. Oh, that is a tricky one. I, I think it's an opera. Ooh, we're going to see who comes out on top here because I think it's a cheese. Oh, well, you're right because it is a cheese. Ah! Well... It sounds like savory, so that oh, oh, that's trying to, smart, I, I tried smart. I tried to pick one that had like multiple because I thought you would think it was an op- opera because operas like they're all multiple words, right? Often, Most yeah. Of them. That's why I tried that's why I picked that. Yeah. Well you I'm smart. You tricked me and Trevor will send you your medal in the mail. Oh, thank you. Your trophy for winning this round. Cheese. Opera. Opera. Cheese. Opera. Or cheese. Thank you so much for meeting with us, for taking the time, and for telling us all about the hockey sweater program that you're doing with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. We are so excited to go and watch this performance. Amazing. Well, this was so much fun. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being here. See you next time on Kids Cute Music. You were so weird. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, 
leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zora Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.